0: Every morning, as the world began to stir with the soft glow of dawn, my day would already be in full swing. My job wasn't for everyone. The cold, damp earth, the solemnity that hung in the air, the silent whispers of the departed that seemed to echo around the tombstones, being a gravedigger wasn't a trade chosen lightly. It was a duty that had been passed down in my family from one generation to the next. The graveyard was our legacy, we were the gatekeepers to the realm of the dead. In our small, quiet town where everyone knew everyone else's business, we were outliers. People treated us with a mix of respect and subtle discomfort, as if our closeness to death somehow tainted us. Yet, they couldn't deny our essential role. We provided the final place of respite for those whose journey in this world had ended. The local cemetery, sprawling and adorned with tombstones of all shapes and sizes, was akin to a second home for me. I knew every patch of grass, every gnarled tree, every gravestone and the stories they bore. There was an old willow near the east corner under which I'd often have my lunch, its long branches forming a curtain that separated me from the rest of the world. The cemetery was a place of peace for me. But that tranquility was shattered one fateful day. I was preparing the final resting place for Mrs. Jenkins, the town's beloved school teacher. She had been old and frail, and her passing, though sad, was not unexpected. Her plot was in a fresh corner of the cemetery, a section untouched until now. As my spade cut into the damp earth rhythmically, the world was silent save for the distant chirping of birds. The thud of my spade hitting the ground was therapeutic, each mound of dirt I moved brought a sense of accomplishment. But then, the spade hit something that made a different sound. It was a dull thud, a hollow echo rather than the solid resistance of rock or the slicing through roots. I frowned, knelt, and brushed away the loose dirt. My hands, calloused and muddy, traced the shape of something large, flat, and decidedly unnatural. I dug around it, revealing an ancient wooden door, the wood gray and weathered. The heavy iron handle was rusted, and it had metal hinges that creaked with the slightest touch. The door was a jarring anomaly amidst the graves, a secret hidden beneath the cemetery I thought I knew so well. It was as if the earth beneath me was whispering a chilling secret, one that was about to change everything. The chilling grip of the iron handle seeped through my fingertips, up my arm, and prickled the hairs on the back of my neck. I paused for a moment, listening to the silent world around me, the distant chirping of the birds had ceased. It was as if the cemetery was holding its breath, waiting for what was to come. My curiosity, a burning flame against the icy dread that was creeping up on me, won over. I pulled at the heavy door, and with a groan of protest from its rusted hinges, it lifted. A gust of stale, dank air, heavy with the scent of centuries-old decay, erupted from the darkness beneath. I recoiled, the smell was overpowering, like the underbelly of time itself. I aimed my flashlight into the abyss, the pale beam swallowed by the foreboding darkness. I could make out a stone staircase, spiraling down into the heart of the earth. The stones were worn, each step a testament to countless feet that had once tread here, now lost to the ages. With a deep breath, I ventured into the unknown. The darkness seemed to thicken around me, pressing against my skin with a cold touch. My flashlight flickered, casting grotesque shadows that danced on the rough stone walls. The air was damp and heavy, making each breath a laborious task. Yet I pressed on, each step taking me deeper into the bowels of the earth. At the bottom of the staircase, I was met with an expanse of darkness that my flashlight could not fully penetrate. It was an underground catacomb, a hidden layer beneath the cemetery. The structure was immense, stretching farther than my eyes could see, a labyrinth of narrow passageways and archways hewn from stone. I moved cautiously through the maze my heart pounding in my chest. The walls were lined with countless burial niches, their occupants long turned to dust. Skeletal remnants adorned the floors, a grim reminder of the catacomb's purpose. The air was thick with a sense of forgotten times, a silence that was older than the oldest gravestone in our cemetery. The architecture, the etchings on the walls, everything spoke of a time far removed from our own. Why was such a place hidden beneath our town's cemetery? Why had my family, caretakers of this sacred ground for generations, never known of its existence? The questions swirled around my mind like a vicious storm, but the answers were buried deep within the very stone around me, secrets etched in time. I knew then that I had stumbled upon something far beyond an ordinary burial ground. This was the hidden heart of the cemetery, the roots of our town's history shrouded in the veil of forgotten pasts. As I ventured further into the catacomb's belly, a palpable sense of ancientness enveloped me. The walls bore cryptic symbols, enigmatic and foreign. They were not letters, not in any language I had ever seen, and yet they held an unsettling familiarity, a silent whisper that hinted at the existence of knowledge long forgotten. The walls were not just inscribed, they were also adorned with strange, disturbing statues nestled in niches along the corridors. Their forms were vaguely humanoid but twisted in a way that suggested the artist drew inspiration from the darkest corners of imagination. Protruding bones, elongated limbs, grotesque visages, they were a haunting blend of man and beast, staring down at me with hollow stone eyes that seemed to know more than they should. I felt watched, studied by unseen observers from an epoch long past. I pushed forward, guided by a dread-filled curiosity, until I reached a larger, open chamber. It was the heart of the catacomb, its epicenter. The ceiling arched high above, lost to darkness. At the center of the room stood a stone altar, its surface a dark, mottled brown, stained by the vestiges of what could only be dried blood, decades, perhaps, centuries old. Arranged around the altar were twelve stone seats, weathered by time, but their deliberate placement was unmistakable. They formed a perfect circle, each facing the altar, suggesting a congregation, a gathering for a purpose that I feared to comprehend. This was no ordinary burial ground, it was a sanctum. A place of rituals, of practices that had no place in the light of the modern world. A chill seeped into my bones as I realized the implications. The tranquil town I called home, the people I had known all my life, our history was steeped in a past far more ominous than anyone could have imagined. The air seemed to thicken, becoming almost tangible as the weight of the revelation settled on me. The quaint, peaceful town that had been my sanctuary was not as innocent as it seemed. Behind the smiles, the friendly nods, and the familiar streets was a legacy of shadows. It was a past buried so deep that it had been forgotten, a secret born from something unholy, something sinister that had once dwelled beneath our very feet. Every instinct screamed at me to run, to flee from this unholy sanctum, to let sleeping secrets lie. But I was bound by a morbid fascination, an unquenchable thirst for knowledge, answers to questions I never knew I had. There was a sarcophagus behind the altar, separated from the countless burial niches. It stood apart, solitary, the finality of its presence more pronounced. The stone coffin was meticulously decorated with the same cryptic symbols that decorated the catacomb walls, an encrypted epitaph that remained undecipherable to me. Its lid was sealed with an iron clasp, untouched by the passage of time, preserving the sanctity of its inhabitant. I hesitated, the air thick with an ancient anticipation. The very idea of desecrating a tomb was unthinkable, but I was driven by a force greater than my fear. I needed to understand, to uncover the truths that had been buried with the being that lay within. I reached for the clasp, my hand trembling slightly. The cold iron was unforgiving against my skin as I unlatched it and began to push against the heavy lid. The stone slab moved with a grating sound, the echo resonating through the chamber. As I lifted the lid, a gust of air, colder and denser than the surrounding mustiness, rushed out. I shone my flashlight inside and what I saw made my heart lurch in my chest. Inside was a skeleton, but it was far from human. The skull was elongated, almost alien-like, with hollow sockets that stared back at me. The skeletal hands and feet ended in sharp, bony protrusions, and the ribcage was oddly expansive, too large for a normal human. I stumbled back, my mind reeling from the revelation. This was a tomb meant not for a man, but for a creature from the realms of nightmares. It was a burial site for something unnatural something unholy, something that by all known laws of nature and sanity was never meant to exist, let alone walk this earth. The harsh reality dawned on me then. I was standing in a crypt that housed an entity far removed from any mortal understanding. The walls around me seemed to close in, the haunting visages of the stone statues suddenly becoming mocking spectators to my horrified discovery. I was a pawn entangled in a game that had been played long before my existence, a player in a narrative that twisted the fabric of everything I thought I knew. The quaint town, the peaceful cemetery, my ancestral job, it was all a façade, concealing a reality far darker and more terrifying than I could ever have imagined. The grotesque form lying within the sarcophagus seemed to smirk back at me from the shadows. Time hung heavy in the air as I found myself unable to look away, transfixed by the horrifying spectacle. Then, almost imperceptibly, I felt a change. The still air stirred as though breathed upon by some unseen force. A low, ominous rumble echoed through the catacomb, its resonance building into a deafening crescendo. The ground beneath me vibrated and I watched in horror as a blinding light seeped from the skeletal remains, engulfing the sarcophagus, illuminating the dark chamber with an otherworldly glow. The light pulsed rhythmically, each surge accompanied by a voice that echoed within the stone walls. It was guttural and resonant, each syllable throbbing in the air with a power that seemed to reach inside me, clawing at the very fabric of my soul. The words were indecipherable, spoken in a language as ancient as the catacombs themselves, yet their intent was clear, awakening. I could almost feel the energy amassing in the chamber, a dark, electrifying tension that promised an impending cataclysm. My heart pounded in my chest, fear overtaking every rational thought. This was no mere disturbance, this was a resurrection, a being of ancient times rising from its unhallowed slumber. With every ounce of strength, I tore my gaze away from the pulsating light and turned to flee. My flashlight lay forgotten on the cold stone floor as I stumbled back into the labyrinthine network of the catacombs. The eerie statues seemed to come alive in the spectral light, their grotesque forms contorting into menacing specters. The cryptic symbols on the walls seemed to dance in the glow, adding to the hallucinatory terror that consumed me. Blindly, I ran. I scrambled through the narrow corridors, guided by nothing more than instinct and the desperate will to escape. The guttural voice echoed around me, a haunting symphony to my frantic flight, growing louder and more insistent. It was awake, the crypt's inhabitant was awake, and I was in its domain, caught in the midst of an awakening that had been centuries in the making. I emerged from the catacomb's entrance just as the world started to crumble around me. The once peaceful cemetery was thrown into chaos. The ground quaked violently beneath my feet, rupturing as though in the throes of an unimaginable agony. The graves, the tombstones, all vestiges of the departed were swallowed into the gaping maw that opened in the earth. The peaceful silence of the night was shattered by piercing screams. Lights flickered on in homes as the town woke up to a reality that belonged more in nightmares than in our quiet, uneventful world. From the pit that was once our cemetery, a form began to rise. It was a silhouette against the moonlight, a grotesque abomination that brought the darkness of the catacombs into our world. Its form was the embodiment of the nightmarish statues I had seen in the catacombs, a blasphemous amalgamation of man and beast shrouded in an aura of palpable malevolence. It towered over the town, casting a foreboding shadow that seemed to consume all hope and light. Its eyes were two glowing embers in the darkness, a sinister promise of the horrors that lay in our future. Our quaint, peaceful town was changed in that single moment. The laughter, the joy, the sense of community, all were replaced with an overwhelming dread. I had dug up more than just a secret from our past, I had unearthed a horror, a living nightmare that had been slumbering right beneath us for centuries. The townsfolk hid in their homes, their fear-tainted prayers hanging heavy in the air, pleading for a dawn that seemed an eternity away. And there I stood, at the edge of the yawning chasm that was once a place of rest, a silent testament to my terrible mistake. I was the gravedigger. I was the one who had interred countless souls into the earth, giving them their final resting place. And now, in a horrifying twist of fate, I was the one who had awoken a soul that should have forever remained at rest. As the creature turned its burning gaze onto me, I met its stare, paralyzed with terror and guilt. In that moment, the harsh truth resonated in me, some graves are indeed meant to remain undisturbed, forever hidden from the prying eyes of the world, buried under layers of earth and time, their secrets swallowed by the silence of eternity.